This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Welcome everyone to Meow Mix, a Joey Sly podcast. You mean it's a Carolina Panther podcast? What What did I say? You said Joey Sly. I told you we're not going with that. <laughs> I'm just so excited. Joey Sly, he's the man. I mean, you uh, called it. You called it at the beginning. I did. He was he was my my you know my one guy. But hey, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Oh. Uh, this is Meow Mix, a Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Stephen. My name is Jerry. And on today's show, it's all about the 53. Uh, we will briefly discuss the preseason game. But the main focus is going to be on the cuts, uh, you know, the surprises, heartbreaks from cut down day. This is a Panthers podcast, so we'll be focusing on the Panthers, of course. But we will definitely be discussing some of the other major news from around the NFL, major cuts that we saw. A lot of surprises out there. Um, but for the Panthers, not too many surprises. Um, but we'll get to that in a minute. Let's talk about that fourth preseason game, Panthers victory. Woo! Sweet Caroline. Bum, bum, bum. Yay. Well, we were two and two in the preseason with two really ugly looking losses. Let me ask you this. Did you do you know who won the preseason? Do you have any idea if anybody went four and in the preseason? I have no idea. I have no idea either. I don't really care that much either. Ah, no clue. I think it's kind of funny. Yeah. That just shows you how little victories mean in the preseason. Yeah. So, let's go ahead and dive into the game. Uh, let's start off with the backup quarterbacks because that's what we've been watching mostly. Uh, Kyle Allen went four for six, uh, 41 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. He looked consistent, didn't look wowing. I think but, they saw what they wanted out of him. You know, he got that quick lead, or quick pull. Uh, they were very much set on him being the number two quarterback. Get in there, get some throws, and don't get hurt. Yeah, that's kind of what I felt, too. Uh, then they tossed in Will Greer, who, he was hot and cold. Uh, he had the fumble that was returned for a touchdown. But before that, he was making some good throws. Then he threw a beautiful deep pass to Robinson for the touchdown. I mean, that thing looked really nice. And then he just threw a boneheaded interception. Like, what were you thinking? Yeah, ugly, ugly interception. But, yeah, you're right. He He was up and down. Like most of his preseason, it seems like, up and down. Uh, he did play a lot. I, yeah. you know, I, I was hoping that he would play most of the game, and he did. So, But I was encouraged by what I saw. I thought it was his best preseason game by far. Um, you know, But you saw what you expected from a rookie, some mistakes, and a couple of really nice things. I agree. I feel like this was his best game. Like He showed promise where you look at him, okay, I see why he was drafted. The previous games, I didn't right. see that. Right, exactly. And then lastly, we had Taylor Heineke go 7 out of 10 for 89 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. But that was against the fourth and fifth string guys, and it, the writing was on the wall for him. Yeah, again, he looked like the best of our backup quarterbacks, but just did, never had a shot. Yep. Uh, backup running back, we got really... Only two running backs really did too much running in this game. 
Uh, we had Elijah Holyfield and Jordan Scarlett. Uh, Bonifin got some time, but he did most of his damage during the uh, receptions. Uh, Holyfield ran eight times for 36 yards. Pretty solid average, four and a half. And Jordan Scarlett got to run it 11 times, but only got 22 yards. Now, he had that one really good preseason game. And aren't that, his averages weren't that great this preseason. Yeah, I think he, I mean, as we saw, he, he did get a touchdown on a reception. Um, Jordan Scarlett did. That that average, not great. But, you know, again, it's preseason and... You know who's blocking for him. Um, I'm not too discouraged with him. Obviously, you know, spoiler alert, he made the roster. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think he did enough. Uh, Bonifan, you know, maybe made the roster strictly based on one catch that he made in this game. That was an incredible catch and a nice run after the catch. He he kind of did a one hand tapped it to himself, caught the ball, and then took off, uh, really saved Will Greer, I believe it was, um, from a just a nasty-looking play. He had a ton of pressure on him, just kind of dumped the ball off as quickly as he could. Bonifant somehow grabbed it and then took off. I really think that that was... He didn't play much after that. No. So I, I think he, he showed what he needed to show, and they got him out of there. Yeah, I do too. I think they had their decision kind of made on him. He had a really good preseason already. So, yeah. Uh, uh, let's move to the other side of the ball. Defense looked good again. A um, couple good standouts were Marquise Haynes and Andre Smith, both notching two sacks apiece. I mean, Marquise Haynes, everybody came into this preseason talking about Brian Burns and Christian Miller. Marquise Haynes was right there with Brian Burns. Marquise Haynes looked amazing. Uh, he, he really did look like... If you told me that he was our first-round draft pick, I wouldn't have told you that he didn't look like he belonged out there. I mean, he, he was he was great this preseason. Yeah. Uh, he really did. That switch to the 3-4 just made him light years better. Right. Um, another little standout from the game is Jordan Knudzik. He had four tackles and an interception. Had a really good preseason for an undrafted guy. He did. And yeah, another guy that made the team. Again, we'll get into the 53 <laughs> here in a minute. But, uh, you know, I don't think it's crazy. You know, this fourth preseason game is a little bit old news at this point. I mean, we have the 53, so I don't I don't mind us talking about it as we kind of go through it. But, yeah, he did, he did make the roster and had a good game. Well, I mean, I'm pretty much done with the game. Are you done with the game? Yeah, I think it's worth mentioning that uh, DeAndre White had a really long catch. Uh, he looked pretty good, and made, you know, he actually, I think, made the practice squad based on this game. He did. Um, he he was by far our best looking receiver. Again, not many people played, um, but yeah, that's. You know, 25-19, Panthers victory. We finished 2-2 two and two in the preseason, like you said. Uh, yeah, let's get into the 53. All right. Well, first of all, I'm going to go ahead and start off with some little cheers to you. Uh, you. Graham Gano was placed on IR, and Joey Sly is our starting place kicker. Well, you know, <laughs> thank you, thank you. I did you not— You have your Valentines ready now. Yes. This is not, this is not a Tanya Harding— 
situation. I did not, you know, intentionally hurt Graham Gano for this to happen. <laughs> you intentionally <laughs> hurt Graham Gano in the first place. <laughs> I didn't run at him with a metal pipe or anything, but uh, yeah, I mean, I I think Joey Sly, you know, he made he looked great. I think Joey Sly's preseason made them go ahead and put him on IR. I don't think he would have went on IR. Other than that, I think they were like, hey, let's give Joey Sly this season. If he looks really good next year, we can deal Gano. I am surprised that he went on the full season IR and not the eligible to return IR. I, I was too, in case Joey Sly does struggle, like right. a lot of kickers do when they first come out. Right. But, but I guess they have faith. Well, he showed he's got the leg. I mean, that one kick. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, he's the guy did everything that you want from a player like that trying to make a team. Yeah. Carolina Joey Slies. We'll go ahead and do some uh, waiver wire claims we did uh, on Sunday. Um, If there's anything that has happened since then, I'm sorry we're recording this on Sunday. Uh, We claimed a wide receiver, Brandon Zalestra, Bills wide receiver, Ray Ray McCowd, and Packers safety, Natrell Jamerson. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if some or all of those guys are either not on the team come week three or uh, all you know are non-active during the regular season. Um, but let's kind of let's talk about. I mean, those so those three guys are definitely on the fifty-three. Um, Jamerson is a safety, and the other two are wide receivers. Let's kind of go through. The positions. So quarterback, no surprises, right? We called it. um, Heineke just didn't have a shot. He's cut. Newton, uh, Kyle Allen is the two, and Will Greer is the three. No surprises there. Running back, a little bit of surprise. Yeah, I was really shocked. Uh, We have Christian McCaffrey, Jordan Scarlett, and Reggie Bonifon. Uh, I really thought Cameron R's pain... They liked him. I thought he was the veteran that they were just going to keep around. But eh, I guess Bonavent and uh, Scarlett kept them up. Well, I get another kudos to myself. I'm patting myself on the back right now. I did call Cameron R's pain being cut in our preview. I thought yeah. Bonavent and Scarlett would make the team. Elijah Holyfield initially made this 53-man roster, but because of the waiver claims that you mentioned earlier, he did end up getting cut. Yeah, you hate to see it. Especially when I saw Vander Holyfield like tweeted out how proud he was that his son made the roster, and then yeah, he got cut. That was unfortunate, but hopefully he'll make the practice squad. If he doesn't get picked up somewhere else, he he, he looked okay in the preseason. He may get a shot somewhere. Yeah, I agree. Uh, fullback Alex Arma, no questions. Oh, no questions. Utility guy. Yep. Uh, tight ends, no questions. Greg Olson, Ian Thomas, Chris Van Hertz. That, that ne- never was in question. Wide receiver, a little bit of a surprise here. You know, we've got DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, Hogan, Jarius Wright. You know, we all we expected those four. Yep. Torrey Smith initially made the fifty-three, but did get cut along with you know, like just like Holyfield got cut for the waiver claims. So Torrey Smith is gone, and Terry Godwin did not make the team. I think that is definitely a surprise to us. We were big Godwin fans. Though, the more I thought about it, 
after that first preseason game, he really didn't do a lot. He flashed that first preseason game for sure, but he had a fumble. He had a couple of misplayed punt returns the last few games, and I think he just hopefully he'll make the practice squad, but we'll see. Hey, well, I'm going to pat myself on the back because at the beginning of the year, I kept saying I don't think Torrey Smith makes this roster with the depth we had. Congratulations and to you. He just didn't offer that extra oomph in the special teams. I thought he would make it due to his veteran presence alone. And again, he didn't make the initial 53, but obviously he was one of those guys that was expendable. It does save us a little bit of money on the salary cap, but he had already taken a pretty nice pay cut, so it doesn't really help us out too much there. I was a little surprised that we didn't attempt to trade him, though. I felt like we probably could have gotten a 6th, 7th round pick for him. Well, you know, you don't... You don't know that they didn't try to trade him. You're right. Nothing, nothing's come out to say that, but I guarantee if someone would have called and asked about him, they would have been okay with trading him. I expect him to probably end up back with Baltimore or Philly. Mm. I think he'll be he'll be one of those veteran guys that gets picked up. I see Miami. Just, just really? see Miami. Oh Miami's, yeah, Miami's getting rid of everyone. Yeah, exactly. So why not bring <laughs> in like a long tooth like veteran who could they can prop up and say, "Look, we're trying." Oh, yeah, that's going to be the face <laughs> of their season tickets, Torrey Smith. <laughs> uh, let's round out the offense here with the offensive line. We have Taylor Moten, Daryl Williams, Greg, Greg Van Roten, Matt Paradise, not Paradise, Trey mm-hmm. Turner, Tyler Larson, Dennis Daly, Brandon Green, and Greg Little. Brandon Green and Dennis Daly, a little bit of a surprise, but with the depth, I kind of saw them making this roster. Yeah, Hearn, I think, was probably the main surprise of cuts, and only because he was on the team last year. Yeah. I think when you're getting down to those 6th and 7th and 8th guys on the offensive line, they're kind of going to be rotatable. You know, if Daly goes down, they could bring Hearn back, or, you know, Green goes down, they'll bring in somebody else, and probably not going to be a huge drop-off. But obviously, they they saw something they liked out of those guys. Oh, yeah. Um... Now we'll go over to the uh, edge rushers here. Uh, we have Brian Burns, Mario Addison, Bruce Irvin, Christian Miller, F.A. Obata, Marquis Haynes. Uh, not any surprises there. Yeah. I'm glad F.A. made it. I know there were some question marks, but every preseason game, he seems to make a play or two that you really like, or yeah, at least I, I do. I thought he was as much a lock as anyone solely based on the London game. I think you, he is London's guy right now in the NFL. He's kind of one of the only ones. And I think you can't get rid of that guy. It's like, it's like the Hornets would get rid of Batum, and they're going to play in France next season. You can't do it. Are you putting on a tinfoil hat and calling this an NFL conspiracy to make him make the roster? I, no, but I do think that if it was between Obata and... <laughs> One of the other guys, <laughs> I think. I think Obata would have gotten the edge because he's, you know, he's a nice guy. He's going to be a good ambassador for the NFL in London, and I think it would. Would it surprise you if Goodell called up Tepper and said, "Hey, man, at least through the first half of the season, make sure Obata's on the team." I also think he's very raw, and I think he's just a physically gifted athlete that I, I could see that helping him out they're like hey look we can still mold this guy he's only been playing professional football for three years 
in five years of actual football. So I think we're both glad he made the team. Yep, we are. All right, let's let's take a look at the defensive tackles. We got Ber- uh, Vernon Butler did make the team. Ooh. Gerald McCoy, then Terry Poe, Kwan Short, and Kyle Love made the team. I think yeah. there was some question about whether Kyle Love was going to make the team. Glad he glad he ended up making it. I I like Kyle Love. I love that nose tackle that he is. I mean, he's not going to get you a lot of sacks and stuff like that, but he's going to eat up those linemen up front to free up Keekley and Shaq. Yeah, and when Vernon Butler making the team, you know, another one that we disagreed on in the in our preseason roster preview but i was pretty sure he was going to make it just because you know we did spend uh was it second round pick on him and butler we spent a first round pick was he a first round pick yeah yes you're right because they they did tennessee yeah they declined his big bodied man you're right they declined his fifth year option so yeah well i mean it's hard to dump a first round pick before their rookie contract is up it's just even though Gettleman is gone, Rivera is still here, and that would be a big failure for him. I still think they'll try to trade him if they get an opportunity. I don't think they will. I think Butler's just going to ride out this year, and then he'll be in Buffalo next year. <laughs> I don't know. I, maybe McDermott didn't like him either. Maybe the Giants. Maybe the Giants, yeah. Okay. Uh, for linebackers, we got Luke, uh, Shaq, uh, Andre Smith, Jermaine Carter, and Jordan Gnesic. I'm a little little shocked that uh, Jared Norris didn't make it, but at the same time, I didn't think he played well at all in the preseason. I'm glad that the guys who made it made it. Uh, yeah. Jermaine Carter, a little nervous if he gets out there because he was not good in pass protection. Yeah, th- this none of these guys really surprised me, uh, but you could have told me that some of the other guys that we cut would have made it, and it wouldn't have surprised me either. I think our mainstays of Keekley and Shaq put anybody else around them, and yep. they're going to coach those guys up. And Andre Smith and Jordan, like I said, had a really good preseason. I, yeah, I heard their name a lot, and that's that's you know that's what you want to see from those guys. Um, let's let's check out the cornerbacks, uh, Bradbury and Dante Jackson. Obviously, Cockrell made it, and Javion Elliott. And you're forgetting, oh, well, he's a safety, my bad. Yeah, he's a safety. Uh, so those so are the look, four cornerbacks. So it looks like JV and Elliott won that nickel spot. Yeah. Because uh, we got lost Cornelder, um, former draft pick of ours. Kind of a little surprised, but I'm not, not surprised at it. all. He looked bad. He looked very bad in preseason. But I believe he's already gotten picked up. I think he got uh, picked up by the Giants. Oh, that. Or Buff- or Giants or Buffalo, one of the two. Um, but he he is he has already been picked up. I saw. I did see that. I mean, once they think, once they leave here, I don't really care. Uh, I mean, he did get picked think up. They just have like a speed train that goes from Charlotte <laughs> to, to New York <laughs> to New York to Buffalo. Like it just like as soon as you're cut from one of those teams, the train just zips you through there. Well, who That's... was it that we was it Ray Ray McLeod came from Buffalo and yep. now he's on <laughs> Carolina. So yeah, you might be right. <laughs> They just sort of jet stream. Yeah. (laughs) Underground (laughs) bullet train. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Safety. You kind of hinted at it. Natrell Jamerson was the guy we just picked up. Uh, He made the team, obviously. Trey Boston. 
We knew that was going to happen. Eric Reed, we knew that was going to happen. Rashawn Galden was 100% sure that was going to happen. And uh, the uh, Colin Jones back on the team, solely for his special teams, I'm sure. Yes. Rashawn Galden had a good preseason, too. I was kind of looking. I was. He looked impressive yeah, at the I, safety position. I thought he'd make the team. Yeah. Um, again, if Colin Jones is out there playing safety, we're in trouble. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I'm, and and we'll kind of talk about it here in a minute. But there, there's a, a safety out there that I wouldn't mind us taking a look at. Just kind of okay. that's a little tease for you. Uh, I do want to do this one. Kicker, Joey Sly. Yes, I'm. I'm very excited. Uh, I'm, all- his only missed kick in the preseason was a block, so it's not his fault. Yeah, jail, um, a jailbreak block, too. That was poor yeah. poor line work from us. But, yeah, Joey Slime looking for a jersey right now. I, 59 yards, that probably could have went from, like, 69. That thing. I think whoop. they said, yeah, I think they said 70. It looked amazing. I saw him kicking a 64-yarder on a, show, I saw a, t- a Twitter video. And, Shirt off, kicking that 64-yarder. It looked so good. <laughs> Good uh, I, he used to be a linebacker, if I remember correctly. Wouldn't surprise so, I me mean, if he was an so... Abercrombie and Fitch model. <laughs> <laughs> Joyce, uh, I can do. He can do no wrong. Not in your eyes, uh, no. But so he's a. I, I kind of want to see if someone gets out if he can lay the lumber on like some of the return men. Like, oh, I'd love to see it. Yeah, keep like, that leg protected though. Yeah, like an old Sauerbrunn used to do. Do you remember that? <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, the... That was the best part of watching Sauerbrunn. He wanted to make tackles. <laughs> Speaking of punter, Mike Pilardi, obvious. And then J.J. Jansen, the mainstay long snapper. Yeah, That guy will be on the team forever. Um, you know, I think we kind of went over our, our surprise cuts. Um, yeah. Let's take a look at the practice squad just to kind of round out, you know, the Carolina Panthers team. Uh, Quinn Balding at safety, Richard Cook, guard, uh, Brian Cox Jr. We mentioned him. He had some rough preseason games, but he did make yeah. the practice squad as a defensive end. Uh, tight end, Tameric Hemingway. Uh, defensive tackle, Bijan, Bijan Jackson. Not sure how to say that name. Uh, Cole Luke, DB, he, he made a couple plays in preseason. Yeah, I'm kind of glad he is back with us. I thought maybe he could sneak into the roster, but not this year, it looks like. Yeah, I think we're pretty deep at cornerback, yeah. which is a nice thing to say. Yeah. Um, linebacker, Sion Tehuma, Tehumua, and DeAndre White, uh, wide yep. receiver. We talked about him. A couple of spots open on the practice squad, hoping that Elijah Holyfield, if he does not get signed somewhere, I think he's a lock, obviously, to make that practice squad, considering he made the initial 53. Yeah. And then, you know, hopefully Godwin. I hope they, they add Godwin to the practice squad. Only one wide receiver on the practice squad. Normally, there's at least a couple. Yeah. And now a quick word from our sponsors. Hello from Ireland. Need to catch up on your documentaries? Well, don't worry. We've got you covered. Here at Docs That Rock, we review the best documentaries on the planet. Watch out because they're not spoiler-free, but hey, that might suit you. Subscribe and download the weekly dish on Docs That Rock. Available at BigHeadsMedia.com and all good podcast providers. And now let's get back to the show. And I just got some breaking news. Oh, 
Houston Texas or Houston Texans are releasing Matt Khalil. That literally just came over my phone. I have no reaction to that. Well, they <laughs> they had planted him at left tackle saying he was, he the was starter. their starting. Yeah. yeah. So that is not surprising to me. Oh, I, I guess that's a little surprising to me, but um that couldn't have happened to a more talented guy. I he was talented. It was just he he couldn't stay healthy and he yeah. couldn't get his head on straight. Well, he was a pro bowler, what, his second year, I think? No, or was it his think, rookie year? His rookie year. So all downhill from that rookie year, basically. Yeah, it really was. I mean, I thought coming out, I thought coming over from Minnesota with his brother, I thought he would do some good things here, but Well, let's he see. Just... Ryan, Ryan Khalil is in New York, the Jets. So maybe that's the place that he looks. Maybe, maybe they take a look at him. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's just, just don't bring him over. back here, please. Yeah, agreed. So going up next is our NFL news. That just so happened to break the NFL news. <laughs> um, yeah, so, we'll, call, we'll say that sprained the NFL news. That, that's not a huge one. Yeah, well, it's it's <laughs> Panther news, though. Come on. Technically. Technically. Yeah. Uh, here's some notable cuts. Uh, LaShawn McCoy was cut from the Bills, but that's he has already... One. He already signed with the Chiefs, so... Yes, and Damian Williams' fantasy owners are screaming into their pillows. <laughs> uh, Patriots le- release Brian Hoyer, quarterback, and That's... wide receiver Demarius Thomas. Yeah, I don't think either one of those are huge surprises, especially how Stidham played. We talked about him when we played you know, them in the preseason, and he looked great. Hoyer, I think, is getting a look somewhere I saw... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. There's so much news going oh, around. Oh, Indianapolis. Right now. That's Indianapolis. That's right. Yeah. Take a look. He's at. Getting, well, they they only have one quarterback on the roster for the first couple of games, so <laughs> he may be a a band aid. But uh, Demarius Thomas is a little surprising that he just didn't really get a chance there. Yeah, a little Not, surprised by that too. But just a couple of years ago, he was considered one of the you know top twenty wide receivers in the game. You gotta wonder if he's gonna be done. Forever yeah. now. Could be a future dolphin. <laughs> Anybody who just, you know, is no more should just go to the dolphins. Is that yeah. Matt Khalil? Matt dolphins. Khalil, future <laughs> dolphin starter. <laughs> uh, someone who probably won't go to the dolphins, running back Josh Adams, uh, cut from Philly. People expected him to win the job there this offseason, and now he's a free agent. Yeah, not only him, but Wendell Smallwood also got cut from Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and they were the top. Those were the top two running backs for the Eagles last year. Now the Eagles, of course, they did upgrade at running back over the season. They drafted a guy and they uh, picked up Jordan Howard. So obviously, they felt like those package of running backs is going to be better than Adams and Smallwood. Adams and Smallwood will both probably get picked up within the next couple of days. Yeah, most likely. They showed um, some talent. Um, I have not a big name in the NFL circles, but Panthers, former Panthers cornerback Captain Munnerlin and safety Kirk Coleman were released from the Bills. Yeah, we kind of hinted at this a little earlier. I would not mind seeing Kirk Coleman come back and maybe take the place of Colin Jones, for instance, <laughs> as, as one of our safeties. Um. I, I always liked Kurt Coleman. I did Captain too. Munner, I'm, I'm okay with not bringing back Captain Munnerlin. We, you know, we tried that last year, and 
didn't yeah. really work out. Captain looks like he lost it last yeah, year. He's, he's done. Yeah, me he's too. He's going to the CFL. But um, I wouldn't mind uh, Kurt Coleman coming back as a backup. Yeah, I'd love to see it. Him and Galden as our backups, and just keep Colin Jones as a you know special teamer. Yeah. Uh, Running back. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say uh, a couple of guys that I noticed. Uh, Raiders released Brandon Marshall, their linebacker. Little bit of a surprise from them. He was penciled in as their starting outside linebacker. Wouldn't. I mean, I will, I will be surprised if he's not on a team within the next couple of days. He's a talented guy. Um, just kind of seemed to fall out of favor with Gruden a little bit. Yeah, people do that. <laughs> it happens. He seems to rub people the wrong way. Yeah. Uh, Redskins released Josh Dotson. Mm-hmm. Uh, first round pick from a few years ago. Guy just never really delivered on that promise that he had. Big receiver, but just couldn't. Couldn't put it together. Was hurt a, a bit as well. So I just don't know if he just never got into a flow there or what happened. But he's gone. And uh, the Packers released Deshaun Kaiser. I think that's maybe a little surprise to Packers fans. But I think in limited action last year, he did not impress. Though John Gruden has decided to give him a chance. They're taking a look at him in Oakland. Oh! <gasps> John Gruden for forever looking for the next quarterback, never happy with his current quarterback, no matter who it is. So those are those are the three guys that I wanted to kind of talk about there. Uh, Sammy Perrine was also let go of Washington, and it looks like he is being claimed by the Cincinnati Bengals. He's that's a running back, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think he started for them a couple years ago when they had all the injuries and yeah, stuff he, like that. He was. I remember him and fantasy context he made some noise there yeah and tight end ricky seals jones was released too um another one of those guys at least for me uh, on fantasy he was always on and off my roster at the bottom but never actually playing yeah i think they were saying arizona's new coach just doesn't really value the tight end that much Oh, no. And Cliff Kingsbury likes to yeah. do like that whole air raid. Like, I have yep. five wide receivers, the right. linemen, and that's it out there. Yep, so he just didn't fit into that offense. All right. Now we'll go ahead and move away from the cuts and go over some news. The Chargers gave Melvin Gordon permission to seek a trade, and they suspended talks of an extension with him until after the season. Yeah, it just feels like another escalation. I have a feeling if Melvin Gordon in two or three weeks said, hey, you know what, I'll honor this final year of my contract and come back and play it out, they'd be perfectly fine bringing him back in. But um, I don't know. I guess there's a few teams out there that could use a running back, but Houston's kind of addressed that position Obviously, the Chiefs felt like they needed to bring a guy in, and they did that with McCoy. I think there's a couple of other teams out there, but I'm not sure how much interest is out there in Melvin Gordon right now, especially considering his contract demands. Yeah. Um, Ezekiel Elliott, moving on. Uh, Supposedly, talks are increasing with an extension for him. Uh, Supposed to get done by the end of the weekend, but we're sitting here at Sunday night, nothing's transpired yet so not a huge surprise that they would 
eventually work something out there. Uh, he may miss a, a week or two just getting back into shape, though. Uh, yeah, you wonder how much Cabo really keeps him in shape. Right. <laughs> Some reason my shape in Cabo would not be the same. You don't ever hear of people going to Cabo to get into football shape. <laughs> uh, now let's move on to Houston. Oh, the Houston Texans. Boy, they've been making some noise. They've been making some noise. And if you're a Texans fan, I am sorry. <laughs> you always wonder how much a GM does. And then when they get rid of them and they let someone like Bill O'Brien make all the trades. Yeah. Bill O'Brien does not have a future as a GM. No. <laughs> Houston is sending two first-round picks to Miami for offensive tackle Larry Tunsil, Kenny Stills, a fourth and a sixth-round pick. Two first-round picks. That's at a high price. That is a high price. I mean, Tunsil is a—he was their franchise tackle there. The guy obviously had uh, some issues in the— <laughs> early in his career, uh, particularly on draft night. Oh. I think we all remember the bong mask that he was wearing. <laughs> <laughs> One of the most ridiculous things to ever happen in the NFL draft. And he fell down the draft board a little bit because of it. I think he was projected to be a top five pick. He was. and Maybe he's a number well. one pick. He has played very well. But that's a lot to give up. Yeah. That's a I, lot to give up. Kenny Stills, I mean... What is he, a decent to mediocre starter? I mean, yeah, I think he is just a throw in here. They yeah. were talking about cutting uh, Kenny Stills anyway. So, uh, with his issues with the owner and then yeah. with the head coach, I could see it. Yeah. Uh, they also uh, traded for Carlos Hyde. The Houston Texans did, traded and received uh, Carlos Hyde. They traded away Martinez Rankin. So, not yeah, Carlos. Big. Carlos Hyde, a name from the past who was pretty good, didn't really do much at all last year and a couple of stops, I think. And who knows? I mean, I think he was – Carlos Hyde was in Jacksonville at one point last year. Yeah, he was traded midway through the season yeah. from Cleveland to Jacksonville. Right, Cleveland. That's right. Yeah, he obviously didn't catch on in Cleveland with Chubb uh, kind of exploding there. But, yeah – I think Houston also signed Jay Ajayi. Obviously, they're looking to find, to fill that Lamar Miller role. Lamar Miller went down, you know, with the ACL. So, I wouldn't be surprised if one of those guys doesn't make the final 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 roster. Yeah, I think Duke Johnson is going to be their starter, but he's never had the workload, so they want to get a solid backup in there to at least split some carries with him. Yeah, I don't know if they want Duke Johnson to be their starter. It wouldn't surprise me if they are more comfortable with him being kind of their third down slash change of pace back. I mean, that's kind of where he's thrived, I guess, in Cleveland. All right. And the big Houston trade. Houston <laughs> traded Jadavian Clowney to Seattle Seahawks for a third-round pick, Markavius Mingo, and Jacob Martin. Plus, Houston get, will pay Jadavian Clowney his $7 million bonus this year, while Seattle will only pay his salary of $8 million. That's a tough one. How? That's a tough one. I mean, first of all, congratulations to Jadavian Clowney. He got to go where he wanted, still gets a $15 million. Oh, 
And congratulations to Seattle for basically pulling a heist. Yeah. I mean, how do you, if you're Houston, if you're Bill O'Brien, how do you explain that to your fans? You can't. I mean, you got two backups, a third round pick for them, and you're paying up $7 million. Yeah, you got almost nothing. Jadavion Clowney has not lived up to the insane hype that he had coming in. I mean, he was hyped up to be a generational talent. I don't think he's quite gotten there, but he is a very talented player. Yeah, he's a Pro Bowl player. Yeah. I mean, pass rush is always that, you know, premier position to get. You're right. He's not Von Miller. He's not like that superstar. But. And I think that's what he was, at least in media circles, he was looked at as being kind of that next great defensive end. And I I don't think he's become that. J.J. Watt didn't seem too excited about the trade. He certainly was not privy to it before it happened, which usually your superstars kind of get that treatment. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said that he heard about it on the golf course from some kid with a cell phone. So not not a good look there. I, I'm sorry, Bill O'Brien, but a GM is needed because you don't know what you're doing back there. Yeah, that, that was about, of all, you know, the Tunsil trade, giving up what they gave up, and then not getting back any sort of value for Jadavion Clowney, those are just, that's a tough I, day. That's a tough if day. I, if I would have said them, I would have kept him on a, a JDV and Clowney and said, no, we're not trading you. You either play here, you sign yeah. your tender, or bye. Yeah, I, I mean, you'll, you'll sit out and you'll have to, you know, sit out next year when we tag you again because here's a middle finger, you know. Or you just keep him, you know, a couple of weeks into the season, somebody is going to be desperate for a pass rusher. Yeah. Somebody's team is going to be good enough to go somewhere and they're not going to have that premier pass rusher and they will give up a second round pick, you know, mm-hmm. or maybe even a first round pick for J- Jadavion Clowney. But you could have gotten more. Uh, yeah, I feel like Jadavion Clowney is worth a first round pick. Yeah. Like maybe not top draft pick where he was selected, but like, you know, mid Bottom to late half. rounds. Yeah. Sure. A New maybe England a, pick. Yeah. A possible playoff team going for right. like I'm sure shocked actually like maybe Indy didn't go for him but well I think with Andrew Luck retiring Indy's maybe cooled off on their Super Bowl hopes yeah that's a good point uh the last big news we uh, Dolphins also traded Kiko Alonso to the Saints for backup linebacker Vince Beagle Dolphins are basically packing it in already yeah. I'm sorry any Dolphins fan listening. Your it's, season's going to be tough. They are aggressively tanking. Yeah. I, I don't, and to do that in late August, early September, I don't know that I've seen it to this degree so early to where they're just basically throwing their season down the, the trash and hoping for that number one pick next year. And I think they'll get it. Whatever the over-under is for Dolphins wins, take the under. I feel bad for Josh Rosen. First, he went to Cardinals, who didn't surround him last year. Then he gets traded to the Dolphins, who they look like a dumpster fire, trading away anybody with any talent. So you know he's not going to really have a shot. Right. And then they're going to probably draft Tua Tagalagavala. Yeah, I can't say his last name. <laughs> Tua. Tua. Yeah, we call him Tua. First overall next year. So yeah, 
Well, I think I think that's probably it for major NFL news, right? Yeah, that a lot, is. A lot of cuts out there. You know, uh, the roster. I don't think the Panthers roster is going to stay at the fifty-three people that are currently on it by the time Week One comes around. It wouldn't surprise me if there's another couple of moves to be made. And guys, seven days seven on this days. first week of real football. I'm excited. I am, I am so, so excited. excited. Ooh, it's, you know, it's happening. You're it's so happening. excited for that preseason game. And by the way, by the time week four rolls around, you're just like, of oh, the preseason, you're like, all right, let's get this over with. Let's get to real football. I'm ready for Cam Newton to trot out there and play a whole game. I'm ready yes. for Christian McCaffrey to be out there. By the way, just the a, a small update on Cam Newton. I saw that he did a full practice today with the first team. Reports are he looked very good. He's going to be ready to go. No questions there. Um, let's go out there and let's shock the Rams. Woo! A little programming note. We are going to be releasing two podcasts a week moving forward. We'll have our late Sunday, probably Monday episodes up to recap the previous week's games. And then we will be releasing a podcast on Thursdays to talk about the next week's games. So a couple of podcasts a week coming up. The second week of the season is going to be a little wonky because we have the Thursday night game. There may be three podcasts that week. We'll, we'll let you know, but that is the itinerary moving forward. Yep. And there's a couple special thank yous we want to give out. We got a couple five-star reviews on Apple podcast. Uh, the first one's from Wells far guy. You can tell these guys really love and research the Panthers. Well, all football. Thank oh. you, Wells Fargo. I wonder yeah. where he works. <laughs> um, the second one is from Extreme Goat Milker. Love the name. We are kind of discussing whether or not what's extreme about your goat milking techniques. Is it the goats or yeah. your technique? Like, Is he milking extreme goats or is he extremely milking goats? I need, uh, I need more information. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to email us at <laughs> yellmixmailbag at gmail.com. Uh, his says, these guys have a good chemistry and knowledge of the game, entertaining and informative, just what I was looking for as a Panthers fan. Thank you very much. I'm blushing. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably yeah, all that rosé you drank earlier. Hey, we will continue to shout out five-star reviews. Maybe even a four-star review, but let's encourage the five-star reviews. And if you ever want, you know, a question or comment, feel free to email us at meowmixmailbag at gmail.com. If you like our podcast, please tell your Panther friends. We greatly greatly appreciate it. Uh, You can also follow us on Twitter at meowmixpodcast. Thank you for listening. Keep pounding.